Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello everybody, this is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. I hope you're doing well today. Today we're going to talk about black pepper essential oil. And I was ruminating earlier about how we're around the 35th episode. And it's funny how time just catches up on you because I remember when Kate and I started this podcast. And if you haven't watched the first, or I'm sorry, listened to the first four or five episodes, they were done by my former partner, Kate McCall. And she did frankincense, lemon, mint, and lavender. And it's amazing to think that was two years ago, and and then we were on hiatus for a little while, and I resumed this back in uh, the early summer, and now we're at 35 oils. So uh, it's pretty amazing, and I just want to thank you for patronizing the the amateur channel that this is, and I just want to thank you for that. So let's talk about black pepper oil. Now, we, we are familiar with black pepper itself. It's one of, one of the most widely used spices on the planet. I think everybody has this in their pantry along with salt. Preferably, hopefully, you have sea salt or Himalayan sea salt. Just really quickly with salt, it's important that you get iodized salt. Now, iodine is a crucial, crucial element that if you don't have enough of, especially when you're pregnant, your children can have a lower IQ by a standard deviation or two. So it's extremely important that you're getting iodine in your diet. And so make sure you get iodized salt. But pepper, pepper is very, very common. We've been using it for thousands of years in medicine as a preservative for food and perfumery. And a lot of people don't think about the fact that there's a, an oil of black pepper, right? Because we think about food, just like what we talked about, like basil and some of the other things that we commonly use in food, cinnamon. We don't really think about how these, of course, can have oils that can be extract, extracted from them. And so it's something to remember. Pretty much anything that we use in our in our life can be extracted, and some some of these oils don't really have a palliative or therapeutic effect, but some of them do. And with black pepper, we're going to talk about some of its benefits right now. So let's just get to it. Now, black pepper has some active ingredients. It's got, for example, a sesquiterpenes. And we like saying that term because because a lot of these oils have that as an active ingredient. It has monoterpenes. Both of these are known to be antioxidants, so they help fight against inflammation in the body. Black pepper oil also has piperine, and piperine tends to also have some anti-cancer benefits as well. So, I mean... I've mentioned in Holistic Health News episodes how one in two men and one in three women will be diagnosed with cancer in their lifetime. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to die from it, uh, but certainly we want to mitigate or lessen our chances of getting cancer and whatever it takes. So if it means staying away from environmental toxins and or increasing our antioxidant loads by eating foods that are high in antioxidants or taking vitamin C, for example, or vitamin E, then we should do that. We should definitely do that. So pepper usage goes back at least 2000 BC in India. India and China, of course, are, are the kind of the bastions 
and vestiges of what we would call naturopathic medicine, seen through Ayurvedic medicine in India and in China with Chinese medicine. And so they've been using black pepper oil for some time. And then the Greeks and Romans have it in their texts that they were using it. And of course, there was the silk trade between those two aforementioned civilizations with our Mediterranean civilizations. And Romans started adding it to their food. And in fact, in the oldest known cookbook in existence, 80% of the recipes contained the spice. Now, you could say probably that in salt because food would get really putrid and spoil fast. And so they had to preserve it. And salt was the main user of that. You still see that in processed foods, right? And this is why processed foods have such a direct link to colorectal cancer. So if, you, if you're not familiar with that, go watch the, or go listen to the Holistic Health News episode I have on that. It's probably around episode 200. And there's a definite direct link between those things. So we still like to put salt in our foods to preserve them. If you ever go to Europe, for example, or let's say Spain, and you, you walk around the streets, you'll see like, pig legs just hanging from some butcher's store. And that pig leg will literally be there for weeks because they've they've preserved it with so much salt, it's not really going to decay or deteriorate. But today, with a modern preserving techniques, we don't really use salt as much as we use sodium nitrate and sodium nitrite. And these are the, the, the toxins that lead to so many problems. So try to stay away from processed foods. So the ancient Egyptians were using it as well. And they would use more of the peppercorn, and they also use it in mummification ceremonies. So pepper is ubiquitous. We all have it. So let's just start talking about different ways you can use it. I will say that, in general, pepper oil is a great smell. It's very aromatic, uh, similar to the the spice. So I, I recommend having this oil. It's not too expensive in an oil. It's on one of the, the cheaper end essential oils if you go to doTERRA or Young Living, which, of course, I'm not affiliated with either of them. You're looking around $30 for them. So let's start. All right, so black pepper oil is known to aid with digestion, just like a lot of other oils like ginger, for example, or mint. Black pepper oil may help ease the discomfort of constipation, diarrhea, and gas. In vitro and in vivo animal research has shown that depending on the dosage, Black pepper's piperine exhibits antidiarrheal and antispasmodic activities and can actually have a spasmodic effect, which is very helpful when you're constipated. Right? Uh, you know, if you're really constipated, you got to do the enemas, the water enemas, and those are not pleasant. No one wants to have something shoved up their buttocks. Overall, black pepper and piperine appear to have possible medicinal uses for GI motility disorders such as irritable bowel syndrome. A study published in 2013 looked at the effects of piperine on animal subjects with irritable bowel, as well as depression-like behavior. The researchers found that the animal subjects who were given piperine showed improvements in behavior as well as overall improvement in serotonin regulation and balance both of their brains and their colons. So some of you might not know this, but serotonin is actually produced in the gut. It's actually produced by our bacteria, our probiotic bacteria. So it's very important to have a healthy microbiome. So eat your prebiotic and probiotic foods. Another thing that black pepper oil can do is it lowers cholesterol. There was an animal study on the hypolipidemic or lipid-lowering effects of black pepper in rats who were fed a high-fat diet and showed a decrease in the level of cholesterol, free fatty acids, phospholipids, and triglycerides. Uh, high cholesterol in general, the problem with it, or I should say LDL, is that it leads to that gooey plaque buildup that hardens in our arteries and eventually... It occludes or blocks the, the the opening, the lumen, let's say. And so 
it could be 50, 60% blocked. And then when you have a, a, a thrombus or an embolus float by, it can block the opening. And so we want to have definitely have low LDL around because that's what leads to that plaque buildup, which is mostly caused by high sugar diet and trans fat. Not necessarily animal products, despite what you hear. So researchers found that supplementation with black pepper elevated the concentration of HDL or good cholesterol and reduced the concentration of LDL cholesterol and VLDL, which is even worse, in the plasma of rats fed high-fat foods. This is just some of the research that points toward using black pepper essential oil internally to reduce high triglycerides and improve total cholesterol levels. Another thing that black pepper can do is that it can lower blood pressure. Cinnamon is probably the par excellence if you're looking at an oil or a spice that lowers uh, blood pressure. It's very good. You, all of you guys should be sprinkling cinnamon on your food every day, especially if you're worried about diabetes. When black pepper essential oil is taken internally, it may promote healthy circulation, even lower high blood pressure. An animal study published in the Journal of Cardiovascular Pharmacology demonstrates how black pepper's active c component, pepperine, possesses a blood pressure-lowering effect. Black pepper is known in Ayurvedic or Indian medicine for its warming properties that can be helpful to circulation and heart health when used internally or applied topically. I recommend like, you know, a good mix, especially like, because a lot of people like the the kind of the, the fall teas. Like right now I'm drinking a green tea that's mixed with, it's got ginger and pear in it. It's a very interesting tea. You know, I'm a big tea fan. Uh, but but we like teas in the fall that kind of have a mixture of like cardamom, cinnamon, uh, black pepper, kind of pumpkin flavor. And so it, it's, you know, similar to, to those kind of teas. A lot of people like to mix black pepper oil with cinnamon or even turmeric to get that kind of warming feeling because the weather's getting colder. All right, another benefit is that it exhibits anti-cancer activity. This is one of the most probably famous things that black pepper is known for. There was a 2010 study conducted at Michigan State University where black pepper extract and its constituents exhibit anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, and anti-cancer activities. The researchers found that the piperine and monoterpenes, sesquiterpenes, found in the black pepper both had dose-dependent abilities to inhibit human cancer cell production. So we mentioned that black pepper is one of the par excellences of antioxidants. And look, there's there's a lot of other oils that do it, and certainly there's a lot of foods. I think turmeric off the top of my head is excellent as an anti-inflammatory, and it inhibits free radical damage. So I would be sprinkling turmeric a lot on your foods or drink turmeric tea, which I tend to like. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I tend to like it. Another thing that black pepper oil is known for is that it has antiviral properties. It's an antiviral killer or antiviral sustainer, I should say. The long-term use of antibiotics has resulted in the evolution of multidrug-resistant bacteria. And we've talked about that and over at Holistic Health News. We have about three or four episodes on why you should not be taking antibiotics unless it's a life-or-death-threatening life situation. It just destroys your gut, your gut bacteria, your microbiome. Research published in the Applied Microbiology and Biotechnology found that black pepper extract contains antivirulence properties meaning it targets bacterial virulence without affecting cell viability, making drug resistance less likely. The study showed that after screening 83 essential oils, black pepper, kananga, and myrrh oil inhibited Staphylococcus aureus, biofilm formation, and almost abolished the hemolytic activity of staph bacteria. So staph bacteria is probably most famous for causing boils on your skin. 
uh, but it can, it can cause other issues as well. So it's a good antibacterial, antimicrobial. But I, I would, I mean, I would honestly say it's not up there with, let's say, tea tree as being the par excellence of antimicrobials. So let's keep going here. Black pepper essential oil is also great for releasing or relieving muscles, spasms. This is probably one of its more famous things. Because of its anti-inflammatory and anti-spasmodic properties that we mentioned already in the digestive system, it's very good at reducing muscle injuries, tendonitis, and symptoms of arthritis and rheumatism. Rheumatism is that type of joint issue, typically an autoimmune problem. A 2014 study published in the Journal of Alternative and Complementary Medicine assessed the efficacy of aromatic essential oils on neck pain. When patients applied a cream composed of black pepper, marjoram, lavender, and peppermint essential oils to the neck daily for a four-week period, the group reported improved pain tolerance and significant improvement of neck pain. I would mention that. I, I would say black pepper oil's most famous thing, aside from being an antioxidant, is really going to be which is a weird one that we're going to come up with, it, which is smoking cessation, but definitely uh, muscle, muscle issues. So let's get to it. So something that a lot of people might not know about, because like black pepper is not that, not that kind of famous, but it's known to help with cigarette cravings. So black pepper oil may help reduce cravings for cigarettes and symptoms of anxiety and smokers deprived from smoking. A clinical study published in Drug and Alcohol Dependence Journal found that black pepper oil can suppress certain smoking withdrawal symptoms, including cravings for cigarettes. 48 cigarette smokers participated in a three-hour session conducted after overnight deprivation from smoking. They probably weren't doing well with that. You know, smokers need their cigs. They need that nicotine hit. The participants were divided into three groups. One group of smokers puffed on a device that del delivered a vapor from black pepper essential oil. A second group puffed on a device with a mint menthol cartridge, and a third group used a device containing an empty cartridge. After puffing and inhaling from the devices throughout the session, reported cravings for cigarettes were significantly reduced in the black pepper group relative to the other two control groups. In addition, negative effects and symptoms of anxiety were alleviated in the black pepper group, and participants reported that the intensity of sensations in the chest were much greater with the black pepper cartilage. The results of this study suggested that respiratory tract sensations are a key aspect of mitigating smoking withdrawal symptoms. The researchers also concluded that, quote, cigarette substitutes delivering black pepper constituents may prove useful in smoking cessation treatment. Close quote. Shantix is a pretty common prescription drug that is used, and I think Shantix, that's an off-label, if I'm not mistaken. I think Shantix is an antidepressant. You know, the off-label... Off-label is is when a, a, a drug is is indicated or used for something specific, and then they find out that the drug can also be useful for something else. So Shantix is a prescription drug that comes from the, the bupropion antidepressant family. I think those are the tricyclics. I could be wrong. But Shantix has side effects. You know, it has insomnia, vomiting, bloating, gas, anxiety. So look, I mean, try, try. Again, Naturopathic Earth is the website, right? Try the naturopathic alternatives first before going down the road of the prescription drugs. So try that if you are hooked on the nicotine. And before I forget, guys, vaping is a major problem, especially among the youth. And Juul has nicotine. And it, it's, I don't want to spend too much time on this because I have a couple episodes over at Holistic Health News about it. But I mean, guys, do not think that vaping is a safer, healthier alternative to cigarette smoking. There's still toxicants 
in there, and it still has nicotine. So even though they'll Juul will ostensibly, well, they'll say that ostensibly it's made to help inveterate cigarette smokers get off of cigarette smoking. What they're not telling you is that they're actually targeting the youth, right? Because they know they can hook that audience and they're going to have them as lifelong customers. And actually the studies show that kids who start vaping actually have a high rate of eventually cigarette smoking. So understand that and stay away. Black pepper oil can also be an appetite stimulant. Researchers show that olfactory stimulation using black pepper essential oil, which is a strong appetite stimulant, can facilitate swallowing in people with neurological disorders. Uh, dysphagia is probably the most famous one. That's inability or difficulty swallowing. Aphagia is that you can't swallow. Lots of times that's caused by the cranial nerves that control the act of swallowing. Oh, I can make such a bad joke here, but I'm not. Inhalation and ingestion of black pepper oil activates the insular or orbital frontal cortex, resulting in improvement of the reflexive swallowing movement. In 2008, the effects of olfactory stimulation with black pepper oil were investigated in pediatric patients receiving long-term enteral nutrition, which means being fed with a tube, due to neurological disorders. In 8 out of 10 patients, black pepper oil intervention was continued for 3 months, and 5 patients showed increases in the amount of oral intake. Plus, black pepper treatment helped facilitate swallowing movement. Another benefit of black pepper essential oil or black pepper oil is that Black pepper is known to be a food preservative. And so one of the benefits of that is that it's going to inhibit antimicrobial growth on the food. And uh, this is something that we definitely want because we don't want our food to get bad. Now, there is green pepper as well, and green pepper has been shown to be effective as well in controlling the, the growth of pathogenic bacteria on our food. So that's great. So in review... Because, you know, we, we want to try to keep these podcasts pretty short. What can we do with black pepper? Relieves aches and pains, helps with digestion, lowers cholesterol, antimicrobial, encourages good circulation, potent anti-cancer oil, eases anxiety about cigarette cessation or cravings that you might have. Helps detox the body, serves as an appetite stimulant, and can be used as a food preservative. So let's wrap up here because we like to keep these podcast episodes pretty short. You can use black pepper oil for internal usage. Just make sure that it's high quality, 100% pure grade. You can put a couple of drops in your food. I, I've, I've put black pepper oil in some foods. I just rather use the actual spice if I want to put it in... In food, I have put it in my smoothies because I'm a humongous smoothie junkie. Uh, but it's not, it's not really meant for smoothies, <laughs> not, not surprisingly. Um, also, look, when you're looking for a black pepper oil, look for one that is CO2 extracted rather than steam distilled. CO2 extraction means that chemicals like hexane and ethanol were left out of the process, which is a very good thing. If you are applying it topically, Black pepper oil can be very strong and it can affect the skin, so you definitely have to dilute it in some carrier oil like jojoba or almond or, or coconut. Of course, if you're pregnant or nurse nursing, be, be careful and go talk to a doctor or clinical aromatherapist about it. Last thing, I want to give you some usages here that you can do. So if you're if you're using it for muscle pain and so forth, you can or circulation and you're not going to the dry sauna, which all of you should be doing, you can add three, four drops of black pepper to warm compress and apply it to the abdomen or wherever you're having some pain. If you're having some constipation issues, those GI issues, diarrhea and gas, you can take it internally and put it in soup or a savory dish. Probably not the smoothie. Probably not the smoothie. 
If you're having some tendonitis or the muscle pain, you can apply it topically to the area, of course, in a carrier oil. You can diffuse black pepper oil, and look, it's kind of it kind of has a peppery smell. It's not the most popular oil to diffuse compared to, let's say, rose oil, but you can definitely do it. For congestion of your respiratory area, you can apply two or three drops topically to the chest and inhale it in. For cigarette cravings, you can just inhale it directly from the bottle when having a craving. Just sniff it like we used to do with paint markers back in the 80s. For natural treatment of arthritis or rheumatism, you can apply a couple drops to the joint that is causing you the problems. Uh, To help detox the body, you can rub a little of it on the bottom of your feet. I know, like Kate used to, you know, Kate makes essential oils, and she used to make these little rollers. You know, she would make a concoction of different oils, and then she would roll it on the feet of her children. She used to roll it on my feet, too. And I always thought it was kind of funny, like, why would you put it on your feet? Because it's so far from the rest of your body. But there is a science to it, people. And then, of course, if you want to put it in your foods, I would recommend you put them in baked vegetables, you know, salads, soups, stews, stuff like that. All right, guys. So black pepper oil, use it for the aforementioned. Last thing I want to mention, of course, is the website to Naturopathic Earth. We are a haven for people who believe in natural remedies and for naturopathy. And uh, the, the motto is... Let's exhaust all natural remedies before we go down the road of Big Pharma with its panoply of side effects. So go check out the articles there. We do have some essential oil recipes as well as food recipes and just overall articles about holistic health. If you want to support the essential oils and herbal apothecary, there's a couple ways you can do it. Click on the episode notes and click on the link to go to our Patreon and PayPal me crowdfunding accounts and you can donate whatever you want one time or monthly. Also, you can buy Confessions of an Obese Child, which is my book about growing up overweight and how I lost the weight. The second book is coming out pretty soon. I just got to get off the keister and edit it up. Also, if you want some one-on-one counseling, click on the Clarity FM link for $1.50 a minute. We can talk about aromatherapy or weight loss management or anything like that. If you go to Amazon, which I think every human being on the planet that has a computer goes to, go to our food articles Click on the Amazon pictures or links. It takes you to Amazon. Anything that you buy on Amazon, not that particular item, but anything that you buy within 24 hours, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. Just a little money. And when you go to the website, Naturopathic Earth, you're going to see that there's some commercials or some ads on the site. Just click on those ads. You don't have to buy whatever it's selling. Just click on it and we get 50 cents for that. As you know, we have three podcasts and I would strongly recommend that you listen to Holistic Health News, our flagship, because we cover a lot of stuff that's important. It's not important because I'm talking about it. I think it's important because it's not really talked about in mainstream medical news. And we have a wide, wide range of topics that we cover there. A lot of clean eating, a lot of toxins in the food, toxins in our house. I've been doing more intersexual dynamic stuff. So if you're dating or married, uh, I would definitely recommend listening to those. We talk about addictions. We talk about a wide host of things. So go check that out. Of course, We have this podcast, and then we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which is more of a personal, confessional podcast series that's really meant for people that grew up overweight and that suffer from disordered eating or food addictions and are dealing with post-weight loss adjustment. So go check those out. Please subscribe to all three of them and post an honest review. Until next time, guys, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, 
Let food be thine medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time. <laughs>